This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. We interrupt this program to bring you the following message. What if everything you've been told about money was a lie? It's time for the truth. Welcome to Financial Coaching Radio, where cookie-cutter financial advice just doesn't cut it. With your host, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. He's giving it to you straight and pulling back the curtains on the financial advice industry. No hidden agenda and no one-size-fits-all baby steps. Only unbiased, objective help for your entire financial life. Tackling your money questions at 893-1450. And now, here's the host of Financial Coaching Radio. Commission-free, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. What is up? We're going to show giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio, and I'm your host, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls, one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. For all about me, check out JasonQuallsCFP.com. That's JasonQuallsCFP.com. If you want to jump in with a question, a comment, even a disagreement, you can do that by clicking email the show at FinancialCoachingRadio.com. I've got an article from Forbes today. It's a chief investment officer of Sun Garden Fund Management. He is the advisor, or sub-advisor rather, to the long, short mutual fund, symbol DNDHX. He's also the founder of Sun Garden Investment Research. So I read through this guy's article talking about how he disagreed with the 60% stock, 40% bond asset allocation model. And I started to uncover his bias. I'm like, why is he using this over that to sell his point? So I flipped to the the, the title or the, the author's information and voila, there it was. This guy operates a fund that's actually using some type of hedging strategy, betting against the market. He is scared of the big bad market. And not only that, he wants you to be scared of the big bad market. He wants you to be scared of traditional investment strategies because if you are, you may put your money in his ridiculous long short fund. It's this hidden agenda. This biasness, this lack of uh, of coming at it from both sides with, you know, we could sell it either way. We could we could prove it one way or the other way if we're not being objective. The lack of objectivity is what really ticks me off. Before we get into the details of the article, let me tell you that when he was looking at the the um, the future returns or past returns of a sixty percent stock. 40% bond investment allocation. He only used two asset classes. He used really sec- segments or sectors. He used the S&P 500 return and the 10-year treasury return. Now, in the 60% stock, 40% bond allocation that you'll find in most advisors is you'll have large companies like the S&P 
You'll have mid-sized companies, small-sized companies, some international emerging markets, maybe some real estate that all make up the 60%, which most would call equity and not just stock. So he's being a little biased using just one index to prove his point. That's not even my biggest knock on it. For the bond portion, he doesn't use the aggregate bond index that looks at various different types of bonds and maturities that are all in that index. He uses just the low-yielding 10-year treasury to say that, well, since treasury yields are so low, if the stock market were to continue to fall and go into the negative, the 60-40 portfolio is going to be losing money. And probably it would. But here's my, my knock on that. What advisor that's just not a knucklehead would take a 60-40 portfolio and on the bond side only buy 10-year treasuries? I'd be willing to bet if you looked at just a general bond index fund that follows the Barclays Aggregate Bond Index, you're going to find a 3, 4, 5% return, depending on the time period that you're looking at, that's nowhere near the yield of the U.S. Treasury over the past decade. So what he has done here, and if I can simplify it down and articulate it properly, what he has done here is he has took the parts of the investing world that he can make it sound like agree with his methodology of his mutual fund that he wants you to be purchasing after reading his article to sell his point. That aggravates me to no flipping end. It truly, truly does. So the title of his article, Bad News for the 60-40 Portfolios. He says that was the 60-40 portfolio is the bedrock of so many investors. He says it's gradually fading into its usefulness, or its usefulness is gradually fading, or uselessness, I should say, usefulness. Uh, nonetheless, he says it's gradually fading away. The, the benefits of it are beginning to deteriorate. He uses the return of the S&P 500 over a 10-year period. He uses the yield on the 10-year treasury bond to construct his hypothetical return. And what I just explained to you before, unless you're just a knucklehead, you're going to have more asset classes than large-cap U.S. stocks in a 10-year treasury. If you're, that is your ideal of a diversified 60-40 portfolio. You need to relook up diversification in the Dagum Dictionary Encyclopedia because that's nowhere near what a credible certified financial planner would recommend. He says his suspicion is that all of the suppression of interest rates after the financial crisis, he uses it in quotes now, after the financial crisis, rigged the markets in a way that allowed the stock and bond bull markets to continue a few years longer than they should have. Does he know this, or is he speculating? Because there's a lot of successful millionaires and billionaires that think this dude is freaking wrong. And the reason he believes this way, because he has no choice. He's created this long, short mutual fund that's betting against the stock market in some way. So he hopes that it goes down. He hopes that the Federal Reserve has the markets rigged that prop them up a few years longer. It may be so. And I don't know if it's true or not, but here's my point on whether or not it's rigged or, or it isn't. I don't really care. Stocks are eventually going to go down. I don't really care about the reason. I don't care if it was the reason because of the Fed or another reason or you name the economic or political issue that could drive the U.S. stocks lower. 
Because I believe and I know at some point they're going to go into the negative. Here's what I also know. You're going to be fine. A 60-40 diversified asset allocation model. Yeah, it may not be positive every year, but you're going to kick out some returns probably over a five or six year period, no matter what happens in U.S. stocks. Can I guarantee that? No, but I can just certainly go back and look at the returns as large cap, small cap, mid cap, international, emerging markets, and various types of bonds, and look at the historical returns and figure that out. I don't have a hidden agenda. Buy a 60-40, invest in a 60-40 portfolio or 80-20 or 50-50. I don't give a crap. I don't. It doesn't make a difference to me. I just want you to do something that is not overly complex, something that is low-cost, commission-free, that allows you to reach your retirement and or savings goal. That's it. You don't need some stupid, long, short fund. You don't. Tried and true is the best way to do it. And I come back to this often. Warren Buffett is a multi-billionaire. What, third or, used to be the, the largest, the, the most richest person in the world. He's now third or fourth on the list, but still, being the third or fourth richest person in the world from investing in stocks is pretty good. I read an article one time that said if he were to pass away, any money that he leaves behind to his spouse, he wants her to put 90% of it into an index fund and invest in large cap stocks. He wants her to put 10% of it in bonds. A 90-10 allocation. He just believes stocks are going to be the most uh, higher producing asset class. That's what he's always believed. But if he really believed that there's the rigging of the financial markets from the Federal Reserve and stocks are going to have this crisis over the next five years or more, do you really think he would still be buying stocks today? One of the best investors who has ever lived or ever walked the face of the earth is still believing in the return, the future inflation adjusted returns of stocks or the stock market. I'm going to go with that guy. Do I think he's right all the time? Certainly not. Is he going to be right over the next five years? I don't know. But I'm going to follow his advice and his path more so than a mutual fund manager writing a financial article with a hidden agenda. Hate hidden agendas. You know it or you wouldn't be here right here on Financial Coaching Radio. I'm your host, Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner. If you want more about me, go to Jason Qualls cfp.com if you want to comment on this last segment or any segment or have a financial question you can hit the social media links or email the show at financialcoachingradio.com should be easy to find that's also the place to listen to the show anytime anywhere financial coaching radio is with you monday through friday four o'clock right here on wgns online anytime we're going to take our short break we'll talk real estate with gabe fancher local real estate and when is the best time to buy your first house that and more is on the way all you got to do stick around how much are your investments costing you each year most people don't have a clue why is this extremely important because overpaying by just 1% a year in fees and expenses can reduce your account balance at retirement by 28%. You heard me right. 28% less at retirement. I'm commission-free, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. I don't sell financial products. I don't accept commissions or kickbacks from investment companies. Give me a call today for a free unbiased investment review at 878 2134 
or visit my website, jasonqualscfp.com. A recent undercover study found that over 89% of paid tax preparers made mistakes. You heard me right, over 89%. Is your tax person making mistakes? Tax mistakes cost you money and may even lead to an IRS audit. I recommend you get a second opinion on your tax return today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. Tothero Helen Welch has been providing tax services to individuals and businesses for over 50 years. So call them today at 848-1072 or go to thwcpa.com. We have many great insurance agents in Rutherford County. The trouble is, most of them really don't work for you and me. That's why I only recommend the independent agents of Middle Tennessee Insurance Group. They've helped many of my clients get the home and auto insurance coverages they need while also saving them hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. See if you're wasting money on home and auto insurance today by calling Middle Tennessee Insurance Group at 898-0053. That's 898-0053. Welcome back to Financial Coaching Radio. I'm now joined by Gabe Fancher, real estate expert here on Financial Coaching Radio. If you have a real estate question, hit us up. Click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. Uh, let's get your mic up here. Somebody messing with the microphones. Check that out. How's that? I don't know. Tell me. That's still pretty bad. <laughs> we, should be, <laughs> we should be good now. How about that? Later in the show, I want to talk about is now the right time to buy a first time or buy your first house? Interesting take from a financial article. He was basically saying that if you're not ready, there's no sense to trick yourself into buying a house. He's seen too many people uh, be provoked into buying a house from pressure from family friends or co-workers and it's just not the right time somebody loses a job or they get a decrease in income and they're on the hook for other expenses that come along with home ownership in addition to their mortgage taxes and insurance that's what we'll be discussing later in the show you have something you want to discuss about the local market you also have a local listing today as well what's new in rutherford county real estate I'd say what's new is that uh, we've got uh, we just got an Amazon jobs coming to town, right? Some more up in Nashville. Is that the news this morning? I have not seen. And then uh, so uh, you know, I think that's good for our local area. That should help uh, bring more buyers into the area and uh, therefore keep this market going. Are things starting to slow down a little bit, not only from the winter season but also from just. I think most of it's cyclical, but uh, you probably, I, I think I saw a downtick in uh, as far as traffic on my websites, and that could could have been related to our election season, could be related to interest rates. Yeah, rates have went up a little bit. Uh, obviously, the last time the Fed met, they did not raise interest rates, but what's a 30-year mortgage loan now, what, about 5% somewhere in there? That's right, exactly. And that's for, I guess, good credit. Would that's be right. Sure. Um, and years, what, two a year? A year or two ago, it was about three and a half, somewhere in there, and almost right at 4%. Oh, don't remind me. So what would that would change the, the, the purchase price of, a, well, not really the purchase price, but the payment you would make on a home by how much? What does 1% of a loan value do to someone buying a home? You got the figure. Come on. <laughs> That's why I got into real estate, right? <laughs> I don't have to crunch the numbers anymore. <laughs> well, it depends upon your uh, your principal amount, I suppose. Yeah, putting money rate, down right? where yeah. you live, that kind of thing. But it's not it's it's a drastic change, but not as drastic as some think. But 
well, every time the rates go up, the amount of loan you still qualify for based on your income is going to be the same. But if the, the interest rate changes and your payment goes higher, then maybe your loan amount comes down or you have to buy less of a home and maybe that gets people out of the market, gets them where they don't want to look because that's not wasn't their dream price point. That's exactly right. And you see that happen, right? There are a lot of people out there, they're uh, looking to upsize, right? They're going to sell their house, going to buy their forever home, and then they get into the market, rates change on them, and all of a sudden they can't buy the same house that they thought they could a year ago. What obstacles have you seen over the last six months with any buyer? Would be first time, people downsizing, upsizing, what are they running into? Is it getting a loan? Is it finding a home? Or is it all of it? Um, I think most of the issue right now is just finding a home, but we're seeing a lot of uh, new uh, construction come on the market right now, and so that should help uh, alleviate that issue. And where's the price point with the new construction? Uh, the, you're looking at two fifty and up. Oh, really? Nobody building the one twenty five house anymore. Not in Rutherford County. Is that because they are not approving as much uh, with the, the dirt- building? The dirt's very expensive. So I had a buyer came to me. He was in the $100,000 price range, wanting to live in Rutherford County. We bought a beautiful home down in Fayetteville. (laughs) Because there was nothing here? There's nothing here. That used to be like the bread and butter of Rutherford County. That's exactly right, but it's no longer the case. So you mentioned that the value of land going up, dirt as you called it, is because when you, you have to buy the land, develop the land, and then you have to list it. And you really just can't, the builders can't make as much on those smaller homes with the values of prices of land where they are. So they're like, that's not worth my time. That's exactly right. So you see a lot of uh, condos being built in the area. And so because you're looking at higher density, it's less dirt, basically, is what it amounts to. Get more people in there paying the same amount. You can sell them or rent them, do various things with them. That's That's right. interesting. Do you ever think that we're going to get back to uh, the more... I won't say it's not really a middle class thing, but just more of the starter home availability that we saw in the 90s, early 2000s. Well, we are seeing incomes rise, and that should lead to um, people being able to purchase a more pricey home, right? Like, So you'll still be able to get an entry-level home. It's just going to be larger than it was in the past. And student loans have to have some impact on this as well. You know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, people weren't carrying the debt load that they carry today for a college education, which is affecting how much of a home they can buy or if they can buy a home at all. That's a very good point. Uh, education has uh, skyrocketed in uh, cost and price, and so therefore students are graduating not only with a degree but with a ton of debt. Tell the listeners a little bit about your real estate business. I know you got a listing that you want to get out there to anyone interested in the price point you have today. Sure. Uh, well, first of all, I'm with Reliant Realty. Uh, I'm Gabriel Fancher. You can find me online, gabrielfancher.com. Uh, MT615.com is my real estate website. Uh, the new listing I got is over in uh, Pebble Creek. It's right off of Osborne. Uh, beautiful house. Uh, it's, we're, I think we're going to price it around 360 something. Uh, it's got a creek in the back. It's on a little over a half acre. It's a three bedroom with a bonus. Uh, just uh, The lady that lives there has taken really good care of it. And so it's almost almost like brand new and uh, age of the home bedrooms that kind of thing what's that yeah sure it's a three bedroom it's about uh, six years old right now it was built by steve martin so it's got crown molding throughout and lots and lots of cabinet space and plenty of light square footage on it 2700 square feet 2700 for 360 that's a great deal and she bought it what's the reason for her getting out of it six years later well now that i've given the address out for it um 
she's uh she's ready to she's uh one of my older clients and she's ready to uh, downsize downsize down and I, that's got to be a common theme today with the real estate prices where they are people saying look i've lived here five years 10 years 20 years or more and that's appreciated to this and i'm going to buy a well trouble is finding a smaller house but just downsize or maybe move out of state now would be a good time to do that now would be a good time to do that. Uh, she's moving into uh, some uh, independent living. Uh, we have a lot of great places for seniors to uh, live here. And so I help a lot of people make that change from you know their forever home to their you know last home. Okay, Fancher Reliant Realty. What was the website once again? MT615.com. Also, the listing can be found there as well. We'll continue to talk real estate after this short break. If you want to get in with a question, a comment, hit us up on social media by going to financialcoachingradio.com. I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner. Back with you. Get a second opinion. Get a second opinion. Get a second opinion. I'm Jason Qualls, commission-free, certified financial planner. I can't stress enough how important it is for you to get a second opinion on your investments in financial plan. Unfortunately, since most financial advisors care more about selling you financial products than providing objective advice, it can be hard for you to know who has your best interest in mind. Call me, Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner for a free no-obligation investment review at 878-2134 or go to my website, jasonquallscfp.com. Are you worried because a spouse or family member needs long-term nursing home care? Estate planning attorney John Baker can help. Protect your assets so you can leave something behind for your family. Call 896-5621. That's 896-5621. Or go to bakercouncil.com. Hi, this is Gabriel Fancher. Whether you're thinking about buying or selling a home, I can help. Buyer opportunities are better than ever, so call me at Reliant Realty to find out more. 615-445-5073. Real estate is a key to building long-term wealth. So ask for me, Gabriel Fancher, when you call 615-445-5073 or online at mt615.com. Again, that's mt615.com, 615-445-5073 for all your real estate needs. Welcome back to The One Show, giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio. No books to sell. Certainly not pushing any financial products. I'll leave that to the other show for All About Me. Go to jasonqualcfp.com. Still joining in along for the ride is Gabe Fancher of Reliant Realty, talking real estate just that. This is the best time to buy your first home, according to this Forbes magazine article. Eric Robergs is a contributor. What does he actually do for a living? Do you agree with that statement? Yes. <laughs> He's a CFP, founder of Beyond Your Hammock, a fee-only financial planning firm. So, look, we have a lot in common. That's why I thought this article was well-written. He's not pushing an agenda. He's not saying it's this way versus that way. He's giving the information and saying it's not as black and white as some people want you to believe, whether uh, it's buying a home or not buying a home. Now, I don't think anyone could make the statement that now is the best time to buy your first home. It really depends. It always depends. And what is what you work with a lot of people who are downsizing, but with a first time home buyer, 
a realtor's job is to find them a home. It's not really to make sure they're financially qualified. But you are aware of some of the obstacles that they face of course. as in buying real estate. What are the things that a homeowner faces as far as risk that a renter does not? Well, you've got maintenance of the house. I think that's a big risk um, because if something breaks, then you can no longer call someone to just have them fix it. Right? And that could be a dishwasher or a refrigerator air conditioning unit whatever exactly the air conditioning unit is probably the scariest thing and then if you get insurance you got to make sure you got enough money to cover your uh, deductibles and things like that if god forbid something god forbid something hit your house you know um some, some type of storm or something like that that's so. a great point because if your deductible is a thousand dollars or twenty five hundred and you know let's say you have it properly insured but if something happened and you don't have the cash to cover the deductible and there's some ways around that but that's also another risk that you would not have to worry about if you were renting from someone who was a landlord, because they would have their own insurance. That's exactly to cover right. The structure. That's of right. The house. Yeah. This is these are things I don't think a lot of people factor in. You know, there's of course the down payment to buy a home. People usually, from what I've been discussing with mortgage people in the past, is they will use basically all of their savings to purchase a home to put the money down and that leaves them with very little if something goes wrong and they still qualify for the loan and maybe they have good credit and they got a great interest rate but it leaves them a little bit exposed for minor repairs they would not have otherwise totally and that's why a lot of times i'll if someone is on that edge about that where they you know are tempted to dip into their 401k or something like that to buy a house i'll try to suggest that they buy less house this advisor says don't treat home ownership as a strict case of when Think if. Do you really want to buy a home? If the answer is yes, why do you want to buy it? Too often people breeze by these questions without giving them serious thought and consideration. They, they go at things like, they think of things like, I want to buy because I'm throwing money away on rent. And you being a, a math guy, financial guy, I'm sure you've, you've discussed this at great length. Buying a personal residence is usually, in my opinion, not always a profitable investment. That doesn't mean you shouldn't buy. It just means you're not going to turn very much of a profit on it. The timing has a lot to do with whether it's a profitable move or not. But when you look at the numbers over a long period of time, homeowners have way more wealth than non-homeowners. What would you say their average appreciation in wealth is? If you had to just put the numbers to it. This guy is claiming, I'll give you his number. He says, you're only, you're on average, you're only going to make about a 1% return on your home. Wow. I would expect it to be, at least keep up with inflation. That would be after inflation. After inflation. Okay, well, then that's a fair return. Four, so you say probably 4% gross return, 1% net of inflation. I'd say that because of the recent uh, run-up that we've had in home prices, that number probably would be higher for most people right now. But I think but, but historically the that, saying, then I think that's a good number. And that, I think that's where a lot of people get involved with this question of, of whether you know, buying and all this recent run-up. But people, when they think of this recent run-up, they forget if they were to sell today and get that profit, they're going to have to go and buy another property at the top of the market. So it's all going to wash. That's right. Or pay a higher rent, right? right. They're going to go out and rent and get a higher number. So I, th I think he's in line here with the numbers. Making 3 or 4% of the lifetime of home ownership is probably what you're going to earn, which you're not going to earn anything if you rent it over the entire time. Right. But people having this idea that it's a good or bad or, or, or investment, renting or buying, I think they're being a little short-sighted. And every time I say this, I get messages, well, you don't think buying a home is a good deal. And that's not what I'm saying. You can still have to have a place to live. Sure. But I just don't believe a personal residence is a true investment. If you factor in interest, insurance, repairs, maintenance, 
all that stuff. Right, a house eats. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I don't I don't consider a house an investment either, unless it is an actual investment. Like it, like you're doing it for a rental or exactly doing a flip. right. But like when you're living in it, I think I don't consider it that it only becomes an investment once you put that for sale sign in front of it, right? <laughs> I mean, that's when it turns into a pile of money, and and people are like, "Yay, I made a bunch of money." But you got to think, most of these people that are making a bunch of money on their homes normally have lived in it for twenty or thirty years, and so you've got that compound interest taking place and that's where you get these large numbers well one one thing there's a difference between the equity you have in your house and it being the profit that you've made on the house way different <laughs> that's not the same well most flippers go, well, don't realize I, that either that's right true. because if you have equity in your house that's not counting all the costs you paid along the way uh to own that piece of property that's but exactly right another reason people buy they state is they want to start a family and owning provides more stability than renting i think everyone would agree with that i totally agree with that uh one another answer to the question is of why i want a place of my own and buying is always a good investment and that would be certainly not true but if you do buy you'll have more stability and you'll have a place of your own you got to get out of this investment mentality but the real question is, is now a good time or best time to buy your first time home? Depends on if you're financially ready. Yes. Money in the bank, down payment, plus whatever else, an emergency fund, probably would be the most ideal situation so you can cover all of the eating that a house does. That's right. If you have an emergency uh fund in place and you have good credit, I definitely think it's a great time to buy a house because of that as long as you're ready but so many people think they get it out of order right and they buy the house first or they deplete their emergency fund and that just you know sets you up for a lot of risk it is risk doesn't mean that something bad is going to happen and it's going to cause you to go broke but it certainly could if you don't have that cushion there and a lot of people just think because they can qualify for a mortgage that they it is now the best financial decision and that's not the case the mortgage person is not your financial planner no, no, not at all. And even, you know, with uh, some of the people on my team, when they try to give people financial advice, I tell them that they aren't qualified, right? I mean, the state does not give us a license to give financial advice. They give us a license to help people buy and sell homes. And so you really got to make sure that if you're going to get financial advice, you go to someone who's trained on it. Well, you being in the industry of personal financial planning in the past gives you a unique perspective on it. I would say that if someone's in the market for their first time home, to discuss it with a real estate agent like you, because you can come at it from that aspect if you need to and give them the guidance or at least make a referral to someone who can help them, but also help them with their issues and, and, and risk that they're taking from buying a home. Well, I appreciate that you have such confidence in me, uh, but I would totally suggest that they get a financial planner to help them. Yeah, but with but their most plan. real estate agents wouldn't have that experience. No, to kind no, of fall most back on. most of real estate agents are saying you're right. Now is the right time to buy, and we don't care what it costs you to get you into a home. Gabe Fancher, Reliant Realty. What's the website phone number once again? MT six one five dot com. That's MT six one five dot com. And feel free to give me a call or shoot me a text at six one five. Four four five five zero seven three. Our financial coaching radio taking our last break of the day. I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner. Look me up, Jason Qualls, CFP.com. Back at you in just a moment. Would you like your business to be more efficient? Well-organized financial records are the foundation of any successful business. Take an advantage over your competition today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. They can provide you with expert bookkeeping, payroll services, tax planning, and much, much more. Go to THWCPA.com 
or call them at 848-1072 today. Hi, this is Gabriel Fancher. Whether you're thinking about buying or selling a home, I can help. Buyer opportunities are better than ever, so call me at Reliant Realty to find out more. 615-445-5073. Real estate is a key to building long-term wealth. So ask for me, Gabriel Fancher, when you call 615-445-5073 or online at mt615.com. Again, that's mt615.com, 615-445-5073 for all your real estate needs. Donegal offers car and homeowners insurance at rates that are very competitive. So competitive that Donegal's car insurance rates are among the lowest in the state. And if you insure your car and home with Donegal, Donegal will take up to an additional 10% off their already low rates. Donegal, a better value. Let us quote your auto and home and maximize your discounts. Call Middle Tennessee Insurance Group at 615-898-0053. Welcome back to Financial Coaching Radio. Appreciate you being, being with me today and every day. Very cool show today. Got to talk a little bit about investing, the 60-40 portfolio. Some of the advisors out there who do not have your best interest when it comes to uh, letting you know about their best interests at heart when they let you know about their hidden agenda. On this show, we don't want to have a hidden agenda. You know, I have my beliefs and my biases, but it doesn't come from a place where I, I'm trying to convince you of something that's going to better my financial position. And if, if you if you do take action on anything on this show, uh, you know, without my input or with my input, you know, you're, you're doing it without me making a penny. There's nothing for me to sell, no books, no seminar tickets, none of that, no hidden agenda on Financial Coaching Radio. And then good stuff about buying your first home with Gabe Fancher for Reliant Realty. I appreciate you joining in. Check out the website, financialcoachingradio.com. You can listen to the show anytime, anywhere. And for all about me, Jason Qualls, CFP.com is the place to be. I'll catch you next time right here on WGNS.